the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. So I was looking. <coughs> you... <coughs> go from the top. I want you to, you know, introduce the episode. Where's Wednesday? I know, but we've just have agreed pre-show in in every sense of the term that we're going back to introducing it so people feel grounded in the content, but just with no chat. So give me an intro, but no chat. So an intro, no chat, no chat at no all. Frills. Okay, uh, not even a Don't, how'd you do? No, 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 no. Okay, it's especially not that. Right, okay. that's weak. Right, go. Thanks. How do you want me to count you in? Okay, yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm going to do the three and the two out loud, and then the one's just going to be a. A sign. And Ready? do I go on? Do I go on the one or after <laughs> the one? Don't, don't ask. <laughs> Three, two. Hello and welcome to episode mm. ninety-nine mm-hmm. of That's a Shame. Goodness me! D- sorry, here it is. Chat at the end there, but otherwise good. Otherwise good. Chat straight into content. To you. We're doing this week in shame again because there's been a week and there's been all manner of shame. Also, we haven't done it for three weeks. Yeah, we missed a bunch of them, didn't we? Yeah. Thanks to having so much extra content. And then I was going to do three weeks ago in shame. Yeah. But then my laptop restarted twice. Oh. So I've lost all those. Wow. They were pretty good, though. Well, well One was know. about New Zealand spending $20,000 on... No, $90,000 on, on a goat hunt that killed no goats. <laughs> 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 Which wow. is, their, their excuse was like, well, we did so well last year that they haven't come back. But they're like, <laughs> yeah. Another was about Alexa saying something like, um, you know, doesn't see that she doesn't see the point of humans. Well, what about the story of Alexa that was out like a few months ago, where a few, like 0.2% of users were reporting that in the middle of the night she'd turn herself on and laugh. Just laugh, yeah. That's well, that the worst the thing most horrible. If your Google does that. I'm frisbeeing it out into the street. <laughs> Frisbee yourself out. It's horrible. Because the Google will just come back up. What do you think triggered it? Did they ever announce why it was? It must have. Someone must have. Was it the evil core? Someone must have plugged that into them. Very, very funny and horrid. Because we're always saying that, aren't we? Like, we'd love more instances of those little easter eggs yeah if you're playing there's a non-zero chance like with fifa that your character might just die on the pitch (laughs) (laughs) or that the ground just opens up and you're just in like hell for a bit yeah or that is a lot of my experience of playing any real games we had some mario kart we did mario kart's a great big fun we'll probably talk about that on, on Sunday. On Sunday, Sunday. It's a chat episode. Yeah, okay. Um, but we got, yeah, we got Week in Shame. We sure do. We've collected articles each. Yeah. We found significant overlap, uh, as you would <laughs> kind of expect. But and we've agreed on, the jury has voted much like the can selection process. Um, re- rather the than the palm the door, it's a shame of the week mm. accolade that we're willing to hand out today. So how should we start? Should I start? Why don't you I'll just kick it right off? I thought I'd start two hours ago. Wow, okay. That's very, very on the ball. The BBC released a list of all those earning more than £250,000 a year in who their work employ. at the BBC. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone no, in the world. That's a long <laughs> list of horrids. And the, I, I've got so many issues uh-huh. with this list. Okay. Um. Number one issue is that nearly all of them are radio DJs. Really? That's interesting. Like, the easiest job there is in the radio. Not many people. 
you'd think, but actually it is everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Because whenever I raise that point of like who still listens to the radio, it's it turns out it is yeah. everyone. Just not us. Apparently not, because I've replaced radio with podcasts because yeah. you can just be more selective about not having to listen to Chris Evans waffle on about that Radio 1 goat. That Who's that? Sorry? Is it Chris Evans very, very wealthy on the list, man? Chris Evans, number two on the list. Really? He was number one last year, but because he doesn't present Top Gear anymore, because he's shit. Oh, because he was so very bad at yeah. that show about cars. Um, which you'd think would be hard to be bad at. You would. Um, yeah, he's sadly only now on uh, 1.7 million Oh, Chris, how is he... Do we need to start... For his Radio 2 here? breakfast show. I think so. That's How can so, they... so bad, isn't it? Because, like, that money from the Big Breakfast, that can't still be rolling in. That's no, surely not being syndicated get... anywhere. No, and even if it were, I think you'd try and, like, keep that royalty check as far away from your house as possible yeah. out of a sense of shame. Thankfully, he has been overtaken by Gary Lineker. Yeah. For presenting Match of the Day and Sports Personality I can get on board with Gary Lineker, although it's not like he needs the money having been a professional footballer, and also because he invented Walker's Crisps as well. That's a great way to spin. Spin a dollar. Sorry, I've got a weird text from someone I don't... Sorry, we should we should keep this up. What? Keep this bin. Why? This weird text I've got is from my sister. Okay. And uh, it, it has maybe replaced Shame of the Week. Okay. She's walking home. Yep. Today, Wednesday, the day of England's semi-final. Yep. On my way home, actually just saw someone wearing a white t-shirt with three lion bars taped to it. <laughs> wow. That's innovative, though. That's the Dunkirk spirit. I think that's what Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Gary's at the top, like, close to 1.8. I've got a quick question about okay. this, and I haven't seen it yet. So this mm-hmm. is just speculation, Dan. And do shoot me down if I'm being cynical or, look, or perhaps bigoted. You're not going is to it, suggest that it's is it mostly... Oh! Is it? No. Um, um, Have uh, a check. No, there are... Two, <gasps> two women. Wow, out of how many total? Out of, Lots. let's see, we've got... Is it approximately a lot of them? 22 Okay. people. Wow, so that's... And I don't know a lot about like the demographics of the UK, but does that roughly equalise? So there are like maybe <sighs> for every 20 men, there are two women in, in the country. No, it would be almost the opposite of that. Oh, right. That it's 50-50. Oh, okay. in fact, I think is it's fifty-one forty-nine in favour of women. Okay, um, that's weird, then, isn't it? Who Who are the two women? Um, Claire Balding. Nope, I've absolutely no idea. It's going to be DJs, surely. Uh, is it like one Alice is Levine. No, oh no, 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 much worse. I don't know any any other well, DJs. Claudia Winkleman. Okay, and we'll be doing a little bit more about Claudia Winkleman in an upcoming episode. Will we now? Oh, we will. Okay. Oh, we've got some some Claudia Winkleman material Good. coming right our way. Uh, and Vanessa Feltz. She's not on anything, is she? Radio 2 and Radio London. It's like they just have, I don't know, some sort of automated system where, like, when the country tires of someone, they hide them away on a radio They station. just put them in a booth. But I don't no think one, they're allowed No it. one... Like, if you surveyed a 100,000 people, they would all say, no, I promise I don't listen to Vanessa Feltz on yeah. Radio 2. <laughs> no, hand on sit, heart. Literally no and one. Yeah, so, like, so many people must be. Uh, I know. I think that must be why someone like 
John Humphreys on £410,000 a year is maybe so perennially angry. Yeah. Because he's just stuck in that room screaming for a way out. Yeah, he could interview a different psychic every day on Radio X. Annoyed at Chris Evans being there. Now, some I feel they've cheated with Mm -hmm. because some stars are no longer on the list. Okay. But that's only because the show that they're part of uh, is made by BBC Studios. Oh, that does sound fair. And it not does sound like not the exact same company. <laughs> so yeah, you know, Matt Baker off of the one show, not exactly BBC flagship. Oh no, it's very. Oh big. no, that's yeah. the one. It's literally named after them, yeah. isn't it? The one show is the worst thing on television. Uh, yes, thank I, you. I think so. Yeah, I think it might be quite bad. Uh, I mean, I'm no big Salman Rushdie fan, mm. but he is a an award winning author yeah universally renowned yeah um and when they got him on they had him answering uh which do you prefer questions while playing table tennis against a machine (laughs) against a machine yeah it was just popping that sounds like it's like a very very high level bit of satire that That just none of us have that matt baker's just like launched onto this yeah that's lovely it says a lot about something we just don't know quite what so what we've gleaned from the list is that the amount of money that you earn yeah, is in no way commensurate to the talent that you have, the oh. job that you do, or your popularity. Because, mm. I mean, who the fuck is Eddie Mayer? I don't know, I'm afraid. Well, he presents Radio 4PM programme. Go on, he makes loads of money on Radio 4 even. £330,000 a year. Wow. Yeah. That's niche. That's madness. Good on him. Poor old George Allagias sat not even on three hundred grand. How is he? And he presents me. And he presents the news at ten. He's a national icon, Allagias. Have you seen um, that uh, Hugh Edwards? Oh yeah, is now what people are calling an Instagram first account. Yeah, I did see that. It's absolute madness. The man's posing topless. He's surfing. Good on him. My hero. It's good that he waited until he was almost dead. Right, I'm going to hit you with my first shame of the week. Okay. And it's, uh, there's not a lot of depth to it, but I think the idea of it is just sells it enough for me. Quite a few of mine are just headline based. They're all great. Um, it's from the AV Club, picking up on a story for the Maryland paper called The Marshall Project. Actually, no, I think The Marshall Project is like a collection of articles from inmates. Yeah. Prison bans the Game of Thrones book because inmates might do something with all of those maps (laughs) this is by William Hughes George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire books are a little grim as far as pure escapism goes but that hasn't stopped at least one Maryland prison Maryland we go in Maryland yeah Yeah, from banning them on the I've been there on the grounds that their contents qualify as potential tools for escape per a recent piece of the Marshall Project courtesy of Correctional Institute resident Kimberly Hricko Martin's books have been banned from ownership because they contain maps regardless of whether they're depicting like actual areas or, or well, not regardless uh, in, in <clears throat> spite no, 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 of the it's, fact it's the it's a full ban on maps of any sort so there's no any, maps you in can't prison. send any map of any kind there's no atlases in prison here's hoping not um there is as well in this article a list of other mad things that have been banned of which my favorite of three are um greeting cards just because it it seems like 
the most obvious thing to kind of send to someone. It's like your first port of call. Yeah. Oh, I'll send them like a hope you get out of prison soon card. Yeah. As I think they sell in all good retailers. Um, they stopped a seed being sent in from the Arbor Day Foundation, like a tree seed, because quote trees are contraband. It's about the fact that you can. What do you just, mean trees? You couldn't grow it from a seed. Like a seed isn't a tree. I think no. she was making some interesting tangential pro-life argument <laughs> through the tree medium. And then my absolute favourite one is pictures of alcohol. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just in What's case you get the wrong idea. Oh no! Yeah. I mean, it's a shame, isn't it? And it's and are these uh, were these um, like publicly owned um, prisons? prisons? Oh, I can only assume because it's America and they're like yeah, they they're don't... very forward thinking. Yeah, their it's sort of small business, and it's if anything, state. It's like a not for profit, which is at the heart. That, those are good. It's like yeah. pro bono prisons. Yeah, like that's that's PBPs. That's what they call them internally yeah. in some of the leaked memos. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's a shame. It, like, I just will never understand the people who who like decide these things. Like, I'd love someone to sit down and explain to me what possible danger a map of fucking Mordor is going to do to <laughs> well, anyone. Well, you know, once they get a sense of direction within like Middle Earth. It's only a matter of time before they start working out like a prison break. Oh yeah, it's probably because they've got that compass stuff. drawn in the top. And oh, because it always, always point points north, north, isn't it? Even when it's Especially printed when it's in a book, in yeah, paper books. That is such. Uh, I mean, pictures of alcohol as well. Mm. I there's a story someone tells in stand up. I think it's Russell Brand about how like one of their producers was detained because his T-shirt had a picture of a gun on it <laughs> when flying into America. It was like, well, what, what? possible reason it's the most pro-gun country in yeah. the world <laughs> why are you being stopped not at the airports uh, have all those pictures no, no not floating about unless people well you, exactly well, yeah. you don't even it need to say what need to finish the end of the it's, sentence it's almost too obvious mine's another one from my next one from quite recently okay from today even that's good to know um, and uh, I got this from the very front page of Reddit oh I've been there yeah um, <clears throat> here's the headline Fox News politics editor, colon, Trump will, quote, defecate all over everything, end quote, in Europe. All over everything. <laughs> all over oh, everything. Can he not? Yep. So Is that's that starting, because his trip's begun, hasn't it? Yeah, he's in Brussels and at so the is, moment. Are we to believe that the excretion S- process... Absolutely, it's, it's heavily underway. into life. Yeah. Because after the plane... The NATO summit. Something, it will have unsettled Fucked. his stomach. Yeah. Yeah, like you did. Here's the, What's the angle? So, uh, Fox uh, News political editor Chris Stiewalt mm-hmm. had a colourful way of describing Do- President Donald Trump's trip to Europe this week. Stiewalt told anchor Shannon Bream God, that Republicans in the US Senate, quote, will not stop Donald Trump from undermining NATO, nor will they be able to prevent the president, quote, from realigning US foreign policy to be more favourable towards Russia. Ah. He's going to do it, Stiewart predicted. In comments posted on Mediate, he said, and the Republicans who say, well, we have a broad foreign policy apparatus and we forced him to impose these sanctions and we forced him to do these things. 
He's going to fly into Brussels like a seagull. He's going to defecate. <laughs> like a seagull. He's going to defecate all over everything, squawk and fly away is what he's going to do in Brussels. This person's confused. And the Europeans are going to continue to say to each other, we don't have a reliable partner in the US government right now. Because it's a seagull. I think he's <laughs> shitting that ever- too far. <laughs> Literally. There's no reason for him to squawk. He just read Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and he was like, this, this. So, I'll tell you bird imagery, it's just powerful as heck. That's horrible. Um, what I liked uh, as well was they. Um, there's a video uh-huh. attached to the article. Is it an animation? No. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> not. one of those like weird of 3D what, yeah. ones they do. Like when they did the one of Tiger Woods' golf crash. Very upsetting. <clears throat> there's a video attached to it, and it's from the Fox News show that he, on which he said yeah. this. Uh, but Thankfully and helpfully, the video is an hour long. It's just of the whole episode of the show rather than singling down that moment. But I just flicked through to see if I could find it and I couldn't. Um, But there was a beautiful moment where Shannon Abreem, she was talking about, and this has already elicited some uh, negative feedback from Europe. Mm -hmm. And it cut to um, Donald Tusk giving a, a little press conference. And the whole setup implied that it was going to show us some of his thoughts. And instead, he just went, Donald Trump should be careful when dealing with his allies because he doesn't have many. And then they just cut it. And that was it. And then they just go straight back to the studio. <laughs> it's mad. Fox News, like, I don't know how anyone manages to watch even one minute of it without having an epileptic fit. Whenever I'm in the States, I have it on all the time because they're just, it's like a parallel universe is imploding into your living room. It's really quite special. It's just like, I can't deal with all the colours. It is so colourful. flashing yeah. lights. And, and just like the, the animations and yeah. everything. Like, just the intros to things. It's all like this hypersexual, weird, it's, like they're trying to sell us on the concept of news. Well, they which are. Which really should yeah. sell itself. It yeah. being the news. <laughs> <coughs> yes, with another. That's unfortunate. What about Trump on Friday coming to the old London town? Mm. What are you going to do about it, hey? I'll probably head down to... Yeah, I'm going to head down some to the, the protests. protests. Got, got any good slogans in mind? Like, oh, go away. Donald Trump, more like, not very good. Oh! <laughs> fuck, no, don't. That's a bit... <laughs> that's a fatality. Um, yeah, I want to go and see that big balloon. Yeah. It's not that big, that no. no. I've been a bit disappointed to see it compared to other things that yeah. are bigger than it, like the Eiffel Tower, God, freedom <laughs> as a concept. But yeah, but and then, but we're going to have a little protest and then off to see The Incredibles too. What a the good ultimate day. protest, really, <sighs> yeah. because we're like, ah, oh, art will prevail. It's like we can at once, with one hand, we stick the middle finger up at a horrible racist Donald Trump, and then in the other hand, we're embracing American Popcorn. media yeah, interest exactly. and saying, look, there's good and bad. Even as we sit. Tits with number four. Burglar calls police for help after breaking into escape room in Washington State, comma, getting trapped. <laughs> now, you've been in an escape room, haven't you? I have, yeah. Did you feel the urge to involve the authorities at any point during the proceedings? Um, only twice. Right, and what were those times? One with that crook that wouldn't go into the drawer. That was definitely one. I, Episode... I wanted a while ago it's called Cool Hand Hand Lucas Lucas. I think it's like 24 I would have guessed 20 something yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah I wanted to call the police on that because it was we were clearly right 
Yeah. It was an injustice. Yeah, it was. And uh, the only other time that I wanted to call the authorities was to turn myself in when I put all those gold point gold coins <laughs> in the box. <laughs> on, then, remember how that helped then, us solve Then it. got the little dong for Stop you're doing it. something wrong. <laughs> uh, the subsidiary shame in this case is how irritatingly the article's written. And it's gonna it's from the I don't even know what this is. KTLA five morning, some sort of bullshit paper. Mm-hmm. Generally you're supposed to break out of an escape room, not into one. But in Vancouver, Washington, a man had to call the police for help after he broke into NW escape experience and couldn't get out. Here are some quotes. Once we got down there to the business and realized the damage was minimal, we just thought it was hilarious, owner Rob Bertrand told CNN Tuesday. CNN Tuesday seems to be the name of it. Yeah. Because there's no (laughs) extra prepositions or anything there. (laughs) Then they talk a bit about escape rooms as if you're new to the world. From for about eight pounds. If you don't know what the words escape and yeah, room so mean, so a room is you know it's one of those big wall enclosed spaces with a roof. That, well, that's an important aspect. But then, can a you've been in rooms without roofs, surely? Because what about a big skylight or a conservatory? Conservatory still have they can roofs. open up sometimes. Yeah, but they still have a. So roof. it's the potential for roofing, yeah, rather than a roof there at all times. Yeah. That's fair enough. When he got in, he just kind of made himself at home, Bertrand said. He actually stole one beer from the refrigerator. The police say he also had a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that being new. But we don't believe them. Yeah. We assume he was going to have a nice warm breakfast, he added. In addition to the beer, the man also stole a cell phone and a TV remote. <laughs> oh, wow. He tried to get out the back door, but he damaged it so badly getting in he couldn't get out. He calls 911 from the front desk and a police officer does arrive and yeah. then obviously it just immediately arrests him, of course. Yeah. Because what else was going to happen? <laughs> he was inside the business. This article annoyingly continues for at least 35 minutes. That beats many people who attempt escape rooms. Visitors usually spend an average of 58 minutes trying to get out. The record is about 33 minutes. However, Bertrand said the suspect's time won't count. <laughs> He did call 911. That's not a win. He quit, Bertrand said. <laughs> That's not a win. We're going to start claiming that we're the only escape room in the nation that has a 100% capture rate for criminals, he concluded. That's quite good. I like yeah. that. This one, um, I found another article that had no content. I was looking at a local paper in Kent. And it <laughs> they because their target audience must literally be four people. Yeah. Because anyone who wants those local news things doesn't. There's no overlap between people who want that news and understand what a computer is. No. So there no no one's going on the site apart from me. Yeah. Their headline was a crash happened on the A2. That was it. And then you click it and the first line was there was a crash on the A2. More to follow. It was a month more, old. More to follow. It turned out that was all yeah. we had really. There's just no more There news. wasn't anything else. There was just so, a crash on the A2. Such a sad defeating oh little yeah nonsense hit us with number two three, three. well five technically yeah, overall okay. this is my last one before we go on to shame of the week okay um florida dui suspect uh-huh. claims dog was driving car not him that's fine then yeah you can't do him for that can you i don't know of a single law that says a dog can't drive i like i'm afraid i think you'll be disappointed point me to the law okay Okay. I'll, I'll try and Go on. get it up for you. Go on. <laughs> um, I like this opening line. Uh-huh. It's a very short article. 
Um, well, titles says it all, yeah, isn't it? But a Florida man has raised the bar when it comes to the old the dog ate my homework excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Garrett was pulled over for driving erratically on I-95 outside Port St. Lucie last month, according to uh, a website called The Smoking Gun. <laughs> wow. When officers detected the smell of alcohol coming from the car, Garrett claimed he wasn't driving the car. His dog was. Then I love the next two sentences for so many reasons. Okay. However, mm-hmm. Good the excuse didn't fool anyone. No. As his quote, red, very glassy and bloodshot eyes and the bottle of alcohol in the passenger seat pretty gave him away. Pretty gave him away. That's oh, and there was no dog in the car. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was going to make a joke about that, but yeah. that's the case. Yep, it was he the case. He said his dog was driving, his dog was at home. Does he have a not dog? Not driving, yeah. A what? real journalist would have investigated, like, what sort of dog he has. They yeah. would have been taking the measurements from, like, the dog's <laughs> wingspan. To be like, can it articulate Could it, its could it genuinely up? have done oh. this? Can it drive the car remotely from home? Oh, he didn't true. say the dog was in the car. Yeah, it could be, like, one of those new cars that you can drive yeah. remotely. Um, what I like as well is that the excuse didn't fool anyone because he was clearly drunk. Not... The excuse didn't fall anyone because dogs can't drive cars. No, no, no. But, I mean, th- we can't be prejudiced against dogs in that way because they're a clever bunch, aren't they? Garrett asked officers for a ride home. Instead, they gave him a ride to jail. That's a thing, Where he it? was charged with drunk driving. Now, I also want to conclude by showing you the little artwork that comes oh, with... The little image that comes with okay. this article. And, I mean, if we can, yeah. this definitely should be the cover art for this okay. episode at the very least here it is oh it's, <laughs> would you well, like to describe it's a man who i'll be honest i'll, I'll just say he looks exactly as you'd expect <laughs> for florida man arrested for this exact crime and then they've weirdly kind of taken his mugshot and put that's like two-thirds of the frame but then driving over it from the diagonal right hitting a really cool kind of swerve is a dog driving grease lightning itself yeah. from grease. And it's quite, is it wearing a jacket it's as well? It's wearing a driving jacket. You are correct. God, yeah. What a handsome beast. Yeah. For I, if that dog were driving, I'd sooner pull him over than the dog. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. It had a lot of gravitas about it and it just gave the sense that it knew what it was doing. Yeah. Probably passed its first time. Definitely. I'd have thought. No minors. No, not at all. I wouldn't have thought so. Here's a bit of concluding shame for me. Well, actually, let me just see if I had one more as well. Nah, that one's fine. Um, This, the article itself is not the shame. The shame is 200 years previous to it. This is potentially the conclusion of a shame that I've been aware of personally. For 200 years? (laughs) No, but for about 18 years. Right. And it's, I've seen this. I'll stop being mysterious about it, but I've been to the place where this shame exists maybe eight times over the last 18 years. And every time I've gone in the intervening period, it stuck with me that this was a singularly horrid thing to have happened. The context is there's a museum in London called the Hunterian. Have you ever been? No. It's part of the Royal College of Surgeons. And I first went when I was quite young. And I think it might have informed some aspects of my personality in that it's a horrid, here's a deformed thing in a jar. Oh, right. Oh, I would like to go there. hundreds of hours yeah, of that. Okay. Well, I'm afraid it's going to be shut for the next three years. So sorry no! about that. No! That's not the shame, though. Um, and it has all kinds of, like, 
here's a skeleton with some particular deformity. Here's mm-hmm. like a crab with 400 legs. It's all very odd, quite unsettling and presented with no um, purpose. <laughs> well, sort of, but also with no like vision because a lot of museums in London, like London museums are very good and they're good at kind of appealing to all ages. There'll be like an interactive bit. Yeah. This is just like you've wandered into the dusty lab of a fucking mental case. Right. And this is what he's got there. So it really, it freaked me out a lot the first time I went, but then I was like caught by it. And perhaps you could trace a through line from that to reading 85 pages of Petscott material. Okay. Yeah. In an hour. Yeah. And I similar think similar could. Now, one of the, big and i use the term literally exhibits there is of an irish guy called charles Byrne, who died in the 18th century and he had gigantism and they have had his skeleton on display somewhere at the royal royal college of surgeons pretty much since he died but next to it is or kind of inside the case i'll give you some facts about him first the skeleton belongs to Charles Byrne, who was born in Ireland in the 18th century and had gigantism, a condition of excessive size caused by an imbalance of growth hormones. He stood at over seven feet, seven inches tall, which is 2.3 metres ish. Of course, back in those days, the condition wasn't medically understood as it is now. Thomas M- Munzer, a professor at the University of Stirling, said he was simply a giant. <laughs> and there are all sorts of folkloric attributions attached to him. But here's the sad thing. So he died in 1783 at the age of 22 years old. Before he died, he wrote this sort of like letter slash, as I remember, there's like a poem part to it, to his friends saying, all I want when I die is to be buried at sea. I don't want specifically to to be be in a museum museum. forever as some kind of freak. And they have that. They have the gore <laughs> to display this giant man skeleton right I next knew that's to the what note it was be. that says, Don't give me the fuck <laughs> out. Don't give me to those bastard doctors. Before they could bury him, a dodgy undertaker, which is two words that should never be in that close and proximity. Yet always, always are. Always are. <laughs> in the pay of a surgeon, successfully, get this, it's like Ocean's Eleven, switched the corpse of Charles with dead weight. No pun intended. The surgeon who acquired his body was a Scottish anatomist called John Hunter, and it's his entire collection that forms the Hunterian Museum of Anatomical Specimens. In effect, the remains of Charles Byrne are now on display publicly in the Memorial Museum to the very person who stole his remains. There's a perverse irony there, and it's quite tragic, exclamation mark, (laughs) Munzer said. So the, the museum, this article says is about to shut for three years for some kind of, like, refurbishment or they're, like, readdressing all the ethics around it. Everything <laughs> that's there. All these, like, fetuses that didn't make it to to being born that yeah. are just kind of displayed there for no real reason. And apparently there is a big, like, lobbying campaign called the Free Charles Byrne Project, which... To throw those bones I into the sea. I do take issue with the word free of a skeleton yeah. a little bit, because it's, you know, it's not quite freeing him, and it doesn't quite overwrite... The, Liberate those the bones! <laughs> um, and also, like, so it's it seems like they're most likely going to bury him now. But there's a guy who just casually announces that they've had a total DNA record of the skeleton and could make a replica for about 15 years, but they were just like, might as well hold on to it for a bit. Anyway. 
Maybe well, let's make the thing bigger where he says he doesn't want to be here yeah. at all. <laughs> so that's, you know, there's a shame and also a triumph. Oh, that, that is last, a nice Charles way Burns to... skeleton can go to the sea where it wanted. Oh, thank Maybe we God. can go and visit it. Yeah, at the bottom of the a that big sea. dive. Oh, I like a that. great big dive. Get Elon Musk a giant go. dive. Nice, but that's also very offensive because he yeah. said I don't want to be called a giant. <laughs> I want to be called a small man. If anything, <laughs> I want to be called be a dwarf. <laughs> he said in his will he wants to be one of those mannequins in M and S in the children's way oh, section. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what he said. With a little minions T-shirt draped <sighs> over his enormous God. skull. He was a dreamer. Yeah, a big, a, a moderate dreamer. That's it. Let's move over to the shame of the week. Oh, he's going to have a new jingle. Man. Yeah, it's going to be now. I liked our Disney jingle from last Wednesday's episode. What was Very it? good. Oh, where it was no. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was listening back and I was like, oh, oh yeah, we like <laughs> completely I'm forgot. Not, I'm not yeah. tuned um, Yeah, so shame of the week. Yeah. Why don't we do a word each of the headline? Okay. PayPal told customer her death breached its rules this is from the bbc paypal told customer her death breached its rules go on give us some immediate what's your gut check on this my immediate instant reaction to this was that it is maybe the most singularly Uh uh evocative and really just uh picturesque Uh example of everything wrong with capitalism as an idea. Oh yeah, that it's great that, that it's PayPal. That yeah, that the in the bank app on your yeah. phone told you you're not allowed <laughs> to, to die. die. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah. That you owed it money, so you're not allowed to die. It's pretty stringent. Uh, you know, it's not like oh, you know, you still owed us this money. You know, it doesn't get wiped just because you've died. To say no. This is a breach of contract. How do you feel about this, though? Because the firm has since acknowledged that the letter was, quote, insensitive. Uh, and they've apologised. And they, they've wiped the debt. That's so good of them, isn't but it? But at the same time, do you know? It wasn't that much at all. £3,200. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. That's, but that's probably put a big dent in Well, that's PayPal's. probably most of what they had at the time. Yeah, so they're really, they're starting from scratch mm. again. That's probably why mine wasn't working the other day. Yeah, I just assume so. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so much here. Uh, Can we read the bit with the letter? It yes, was headlined of important. You should read this notice carefully. Addressed to her in name specifically. It said that Mrs. Dale owed the company about £3,200 and went on to say, quote, you're in breach of condition 15.4 bracket C of your agreement with PayPal credit. As we have received notice that Stop. you that you are deceased. Stop. We have received notice <laughs> that, that you, you are deceased. deceased. This dot, dot, breach dot. is not capable of remedy. <laughs> what? That's, that's, that's death the, for that's you. That's the, the grimmest, the grimmest, like most bureaucratic, yeah. uh, administrative explanation of mortality ever. That this breach is not capable of remedy. Like that's pets cop esque. Yeah, that's like something you'd read on one of the little notes or something. It's like a kind of beyond satire. Yeah, view of and. As you corporate s- machines. And as you say, to like, to address the letter to the person about whom the complaint is, they are dead. Yeah. Come on, pull yourself together. Give us the dollar. Yeah. 
Um, big shame, that's for sure. It's a shame as well that he hasn't sued them into the ground, which yeah. I think would be my approach. Um, what about where they said there are three possible explanations? Let, let's see which one you think it might be. Okay. A bug. Yeah. Okay. That one's one of those, quite specific, isn't it? One of those bugs that writes a very specific pointed letter. At one person yeah. who is dead. Yeah. Um, a bad letter template. Um, well, has everyone else received? Have you not had your... No, I haven't had my your dead, of death. Give us cash. No, I have faked my death to Several avoid PayPal. Times, yeah. Human error. <clears throat> oh, no. Now, that one does make a lot of sense, doesn't mm. it? There. In a way, it does. But in another way, I don't really believe a single believe human error. has interacted with PayPal's fundamental operations for decades. It must mm. be sentient at the very least. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Mm. I don't. I, I don't believe... I believe it's human, but I don't believe it's error. I think it's just human, human cuntishness. <laughs> like someone, someone I think definitely approved this letter and this idea. Going oh forward. God, I didn't read this bit either. He added, yeah. this is the husband. Oh yeah. He'd been assured that whatever the cause it would be addressed. Although PayPal had told him it would not be able to share the information because it was quote, an internal matter. That very much affected external people. Yeah, external grieving <clears throat> people. I just like, I, what this brought up for me as well is something that I think we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. but that as, you know, we move more and more of our lives into the technological yeah. and as more and more of the technological is owned by the corporate, yeah. that when you die, there's just so much hassle mm. <laughs> to just, you know, have your stuff. Like, what about all of the, you know, billions and billions of dead Facebook accounts? I know. There's a website that catalogues people who are known to have died on Facebook and just sort yeah. of posts a slideshow of their faces. You're like, oh, they're all dead. That's good. Nice dead to know. Facebook. People we lost this year. Yeah. You know, what happens to all of your tweets and, and all of my, you know. It's not like you have to have a lot of assets anymore for that to be so complicated. Like if uh, an average person died... 50 years ago, they'd be like, oh, you can have my books. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Like maybe there's a house involved. My two kids get half of it each or whatever. But now uh, someone as average as like us, if I just vanished, think of how long you would spend trying to get into paying off gas, hell. rewriting the tenancy agreement, having like all the, just the internet bills. You'd have to talk to every company just, under the sun. Just trying to put out an episode of the podcast would <laughs> be hard enough. Yeah. And I hate as well um, the concepts of like the dead man's switch where you put in like a contact in Gmail. It's like, if I haven't logged in for six months, just send it all over there. Just erase It's such everything. a depressingly like morbid structure yeah. to be in place. And yet so kind of essential. Although I think it's probably best that our emails die with us. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> our, our Facebook Possibly chats before. just <laughs> absolutely vanish. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of uh, depressing. You've brought us down with that shame of the week that we both chose. Would you like to remedy that with maybe an optimistic quote? Um, Thought of anything positive recently? Although, although we all die. Yeah. Oh. It's no, st- no, no, that, that was, that was it. <laughs> That's well, the end of the quote. There you go. No, although we all die, yeah. So does everything else. Hmm. So they, so like, so it's, it's a all right. Matata, really. Yeah, you know, it's all a, that big system. Yeah, 
the what is it? The circle the sphere of, of existence, something like that. Circle of no, that's circle too of obvious. Triangle. The triangle of keep going on. That was the original. There you go. Draft. It's basically the water cycle, but mm, with life. Yeah. Yeah, and therefore... They've what, probably got a name for it, but... What's the rain equivalent of the life water cycle? Because that's the only bit I was ever interested in. What do you mean? Well, the rain is a big part of the water cycle. Yeah. How's that? What's the analogue to that in the life cycle that you're suggesting? Oh, that's where The baby's you die dropped and you, by the stalk. No, that, that's where you die and you go back to the sea. Right. Back to the sea? Well, the rain goes the back sea. to the sea. We oh. go back to the earth. Ashes to ashes, earth dust is, to dust. Earth is the dry sea. Dirt to dirt. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. I think that's given us a lot of pause and a lot of perspective here mm, on that. There you go. And that's really what we'd need as we move towards a milestone of our own. Yeah, I mean, if you'd like to set up your PayPal to send us anything you've got when you die, yeah, then we've we probably got a, a, an account to send that to. Yeah, that's yeah. Isaac at <laughs> <just> me, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> The week in the shem. Um, it's episode ninety-nine now. That's a number that is pregnant with congratulation, with imminent achievement. And tell us, Declan, how how it's going to manifest itself. Well, this mm-hmm. Sunday, yeah. As you'll know, if you have even the most cursory relationship with mathematics, yeah. Next episode's the hundred. Mm. One hundred. The centennial. Official episodes of That's a Shame That's nuts. podcast. Crazy. Imagine. I don't think we'd have got here if we'd called, if the Twitter handle was That's a Shame pod. Oh, no. It would have been shut down by <laughs> every authority under the sun. Yep. That, at Jack. Famously would have been right over. apathetic to racist <laughs> at Jack would have... Would have Slithered out Apathetic of Apathetic to racists, but if anything, overthetic mm. to uh, to pods. pods. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, here we are. Yeah. We've made it to the hundred. Quite and the let me tell you, it's going to be such a bumper fucking episode. You won't know what to do with yourselves. We've got so much plan. We spent all of the time since last episode yeah. where we said, where we admitted we didn't have much, yeah. but we spent all that time planning. We've got some big features. We've hired some outside like party planning people who specialize in audio to kind of give their feedback. Uh, and we, we've got guests. Oh. We've got features. We've got balloons, real like personal touching monologues, party bags. All of that. Yeah. Is coming your way this Sunday. Do not miss it. Biggest episode of that's a shame. Ever. Be there, be square. They're your options. That's it. And I'm going for option fun. Option fun. This has been That's a Shame. You can get in touch, tass at shame.city, at That's a Shame cast, at Isaac BD, at Dead Elaine, D-E Delane. We've got a Patreon, don't we? Patreon.com slash shame city. Mm. Why not head over there? And, you know, you too could be involved in a fiduciary sense with all that goes on here. Until the big one zero zero hashtag trip didge bonanza. I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. We'll see you next century. Bye, guys. The bare necessities.
simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. I'm 